Hello guys, welcome back to Universally University again for episode 5. Dan is not on his usual form as you might hear in the next half an hour, 45 minutes no, or so. Sorry. He's in a he's in a bit of a he's in a bit of state of still waking up, aren't you Dan? Yes, Jono. <laughs> It's just been a very busy weekend, obviously, with all the pubs opening up. Um, all us bar staff are uh, rather run down, I'd say. But no, it's 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 good. It's it's kept us on our toes, I think. Uh, how has your been, Jono? Uh, well, you know, my job's just applying for jobs at the moment. So, yeah, <laughs> same old, same old. I mean, I feel like every single time we ask this question, while we're still staying kind of locked down, it's going to be the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we might have to rely on you for a bit of excitement next week on your next shift. I mean, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll see what stories crop up. You never know. Just hope someone <laughs> just smashes a glass on the bar. Um, okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, guys, this week we're welcoming Liv to the podcast, uh, which, which is uh, very, very nice. Uh, we know Liv from uh, university. Um, Liv is, well, was in first year. She's going into second year now um and just to get started off Liv how are you feeling at the moment about what's going on at the moment I mean I'm one of those quite chill people so I'm quite I'm I'd say I'm thriving in lockdown (laughs) I've been loving it oh wow I mean that's probably the most positive answer to lockdown that we've actually had in a long long time (laughs) I mean, my village is really small, so it's kind of been such a lovely, like, community sort of mm. building, mm. all happiness sort of thing. Mm. So, yeah, it's been quite fun. Nice. I mean, to be fair, the last sense of community that I've had was when we were all outside doing that clap for the NHS, and that ended, like, four or five weeks ago. Everyone, yeah. Everyone at that point was just, like, outside and clapping and saying, oh, hi, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? I've not had that in like four or five weeks now. It's like everyone's gone back to hating each other. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. That's now we do, we do singing on our doorsteps and all sorts. It's quite... Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What kind of singing do you do? Um, so it's picked by the village every week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think last week it was Come On Eileen. So that was oh. a banger. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. Did you have like UV lights coming overhead? Literally, we could have. It could have had a stage and everything. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, <laughs> that's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, who actually decides that? Is it like a village vote on a group chat, or is it just like it's the sweet shop? But they have they're open to opinions and stuff. So the sweet shop are the leaders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh wow. To be fair, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> oh wow! That's God, I'm actually I've I've not heard that story in a long, long time. That's a brilliant community. What's What's the address? What's the address? I'm joining that community. <laughs> I want something like that. Anyway, um, so obviously your first year, um, was I'm presuming it was really good. How was your first year for you? I mean, I I didn't really know what to expect. I was kind of keeping an open mind. Um, but I loved it. I enjoyed every single bit of it. It was mm. brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. I mean, obviously, um, it, everyone got affected by COVID-19 around March time. 
and actually you were one of the first people to be sent home so you stopped for a whole week before we actually did um so what did they have you doing over the rest of that term time did they actually keep you on your toes or uh, yeah if you showed up to the lessons it's like the same thing if you showed up to lessons actually at university you'd get mm. something from it so there were a lot of zoom calls and they still wanted us to put on a practical performance at the end so mm. it was all about just using your own initiative finding your own space and taking their advice and just running with it fair fair i mean so these practical performances were they group or were they individual so they were individual they were initially group but mm. we just decided it was just so much easier to do it on our own so there was no miscommunications or anything like that yeah but i mean it was an auto piece so you can kind of do an auto on your own it's it's yeah. as long as as long as it's sad and scary and weird and don't make sense you can do anything fine. with Arto. you can do anything Literally. with Arto. i mean if your parents aren't really camera savvy you can just put a camera to your parents face and say Arto guys <laughs> literally yeah <laughs> Arto guys dad say something to the camera <laughs> yeah anything <laughs> random yeah, yeah. absolutely Mm. Um, so obviously you're going into second year now but I think what everyone wants to hear who, who's listening to the podcast what is actually what have you been told for what is going to happen in second year because obviously after me and Dan have left we now we're going into a post well I say post pandemic we're still in a bit of a pandemic but we're still going into that world where it's affected by the pandemic so I'm interested, what is the university told you that you know of at the moment for what's going to happen in second year? Um, I mean, I've only had, I think, two emails from them regarding it. And it mm -hmm. just says that they're going to be starting on the 28th of September. Uh, they've not actually gone into detail about anything for practical courses. And I've not heard much, to be honest. It's kind of just waiting. I'm not sure what I feel about that, to be honest. I mean, I feel like you guys should be kept in the loop as much as possible, particularly because of the course that we have all done. For, the, for those of you who are listening, uh, Liv is on the same course as us. Uh, she's just further down a bit yeah. below us in how far she's gone along on it. But um, yeah, I'm really... I'm a bit, I'm quite shocked at the moment because obviously I think the university does need to adjust and work out how it's doing it, but I feel like they've had the time to do that. I don't know what yeah. you feel about that, Dan. Um, I, I, th I think the, the uni is going to do um, the basics and they're going to go through with the basics because everything is um, exceptionally different to what it should be. Um, everybody is kind of on the same playing field whether uh, learner teacher tutor um heads of courses things like that um i think with uni you have to give them the benefit of the doubt because they're um dealing with something that no one else has ever had to deal with mm -hmm. and obviously we're a habit and you know we have the same sort of a uh, formula you go into first year you sort of you get your basics you get your foundation and second year you build on that foundation and you do more practical stuff well an art course anyway uh, and third year you combine those two years and create 
those sorts of things. But obviously, COVID has messed everything up. So I, I would I would give them the benefit of the doubt with all of that. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Liv, what, what do you think and how do you think uni have uh, dealt with it, especially with your year? How do you think they're going to, and this is a very odd question, but how do you think they're going to like deal with learning next year? Do you think it'll be more online learning? Do you think it'll be um, more in your hands? I, I'm, I'm not sure. The second year was like quite, um, it was a bit of a leap from first year. So what what do you think? Well, we've obviously you picked idea? different modules, haven't we, and stuff. So second year is when you get yeah. to choose your own modules. And um, I think it's probably going to be partly Zoom calls for at least the first semester, I'd say, like the first like term sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then it'll probably just be if you feel comfortable yourself to come in. Like if you are comfortable mm. with having to wear a mask, having to go through all the cleaning procedures, keeping your distance, even though it is so hard if you're doing something like physical theatre, that's going to be like near impossible. But I feel like it's just going to be the, just having common sense, which in a way, we said that about the pubs. And I mean, every man and his dog were not breaking, like, you know, they were breaking the rules and stuff like that. Mm. So mm. I don't know. I kind of feel like they'll just play it by ear. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how nervous are you about going back? Because I'm assuming that you've got like you've you've put you've got accommodation for second year sorted and stuff like that. And I'm presuming that the con has that contract already started for you? Yeah, I've started paying about a month ago now. Mm. So how nervous are you going into second year? Because I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but with theatre it's so difficult to do that on a zoom call. Like, yeah. I think all of us, we've all been through, you know, having these zoom calls and trying to do theater online. And some people will just stay home. Some people for the risk, they'll just stay home and, you know, they'll try and do it on zoom. But you, when you're doing a practical course like theater, you cannot get the full experience that you can obviously get if you do it in a practical sense if you're actually there so how nervous are you for you for what you will get out of the course if it is if it does turn out to be on a zoom call yeah i mean it'll it will like massively affect like the learning because i feel like when you're in a class you sort of bounce off other people's ideas and you read mm. the room don't you and if you're in a zoom call you can only read your facial expression and the leader that's teaching you you can't really see what other people are doing and it's lucky for me because I'm in a house with all theatre students mm, so yeah. we could always do something like that and you know work with each other but I just feel like there'll be there'll be a lot missing you'll have a lot of elements that not necessarily is in the spec but that come along with being in a group of people yeah yeah it's gonna be very that's very very odd um like doing doing things over skype especially with the fact that theater is um very practical based and very 
Um, I want to say like, you, like with Zoom and things, you interrupt each other a lot. I think because obviously based on connections and things, and that's going to be a pain as well. Being able to devise pieces and monologues and I don't know writing things over Zoom. Um, it might be really innovative for people. I, I don't know. Some people might work better um, just face to face over things like FaceTime and things like that. Um, but I don't know. If, for someone like me, and I'm not trying to say like as if my opinion it is you know anything. But for someone like me, I think I'd. If anybody is like me, I'd struggle with not being able to do things in person. But obviously, like the risk of infection is so high that obviously there's there's no other choice yeah uh, really but i think i think from what we found with the first semester of second year is very like first year in that a lot of it's very uh, like sort of uh sort of teaching based yes I, um, I suppose so in some way because i think it was very much there were the essay kind of based modules weren't there dan I think it was. Yes. I mean, you start doing this performance project, which you won't actually get to till the second year. I mean, till the second semester. Oh, yeah. damn. Well, I'm, still, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm still waking up. Um, but, um, Dan, do you want to say something? No, 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 no. I was just saying, like, no, you, you got it right. It's like it, it, the proper practical stuff only really starts in the January mm. of that year so it is kind of in the second year of your academic year mm. um, yeah. you're still doing rehearsals though like all through the first semester you'll still be working with the director that you get given and you'll still be obviously going to these lectures and stuff like that but at the same time you will and it's going to be obviously we need, you need to wait until what the university say about how it's going to go but there's obviously the optional modules that you've chosen. Out of interest, which uh, modules did you choose? I've chosen uh, Radio, Shakespeare and Presentium. Wow, two of those I did. You'll love them. You'll really, <laughs> really love them. Shakespeare was brilliant. Yeah, I really want to learn more about it. I feel like it's such a fundamental bit of learning. But a lot of people disagree with that. Well... Yeah, that Universal. Shakespeare's universal. Everyone knows who he or she was. Um, Dan, 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 no conspiracy theories on this podcast. We went through this before. (laughs) Uh, uh, But no. It's the foundation, isn't it? It's like everyone knows who he is. Everyone knows um, at least something he's written. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's a very good module to do, and it's really fun. It's really fun. Um, if anybody's a fit and listening to this, honestly, give shake if you'd never cared about it, give Shakespeare a go. It's actually genuinely super fun. Really, really good fun. I mean, obviously, in the first year, we we've all been through first year now, and in first year, particularly for us, we took a lot of the opportunities that came our way. So we did a lot of student films. We did this, we did that. Obviously we, I, I first met you when uh, I taught that workshop all the way back in uh, September. That was fun. Um, and also saw you again when you did um, one of our friends PRPs as well. So you've obviously taken as many opportunities 
as you can in first year, which is what people encourage you to do. But going back, are you worried now that these <laughs> opportunities, particularly maybe on a higher level vis-a-vis, you might go and be a supporting artist for an agency, um, or you might take part in a few more student films or something like that. Are you worried that the opportunities are going to be limited somewhat? Um, that's a good question. Um, I feel like we could all use this time to like network ourselves. Mm. Like I've been watching a lot of videos by um, this thing called uh, Pearson Casting. They've done a load of videos and it's all about how to use this time in like play to your strengths. So for example, I sing so in this time I could be creating videos editing all the sort of stuff so when I am face to face with a casting director or something like that I can say this is a catalog of everything I've done during lockdown and I think it's just how you use your time and you can either be a person that sits and wallows in the fact that we can't do a lot of face to face stuff or you can be like the innovator that finds new ways and it's it's just literally how you play your cards. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, Dan. Go on, Dan. No, 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 I, I no, Dan, disagree. No, Dan, go on. Go on. Um, no, I, I think that's a really good outlook, actually. And um, being able to... Uh, one thing I've noticed is that everybody sort of uh, started creating a lot more over, like, uh, I don't know whether it be TikTok or... Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, and I think. Please don't mention think, TikTok again. I've already got a <laughs> headache. <laughs> oh no! It's a good tool. It's a good it- tool. I, I, I think people, uh, especially our generation, um, of actors, uh, being able to learn how to edit, being able mm-hmm. to learn how to softwares, and um, to be able to just uh, like transform things and make things that they want to uh, have a vision of. And um, it, that's quite cool. And obviously with lockdown being so strict, we are just left alone with our phones a lot of the time. And being able to like, as you're saying, Liv, being able to like to, to edit and being able to put up videos of yourself singing. And uh, obviously we'll get onto some of the things that you've been doing, I, I believe. Um, some big things that you obviously needed to share and, uh, a few weeks ago and things. Uh, but being able to do all of that is really freeing. And it's kind of been a big creative outlet for us, I think. Mm. Must be. Um, like, Jono, I, I don't know if you... Uh, obviously, you wanted to start a podcast, but I don't know how long you wanted to start this podcast for uh, before you spoke to me. Uh, how, long, mm. how long was it before you... Had you been planning to do this for a while? Or how, was it just a lockdown thing? What was it? The funny thing is, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking a long time back now to, like, two months ago to when I actually wanted to start this because... At the yeah. time, I think for the first episode that we were doing, obviously I was, I'd restarted my YouTube channel after obviously going through everything that we'd gone through in the, in the, in the final few weeks of getting everything through and stuff yeah. like that. And then in my head, I thought to myself, like, I'd been thinking about it for a while because obviously we talked about in episode one about our experience at university. And for those of you who are listening and just tuning into episode five, please go and check out episode one start at the at the uh, 
beginning and work your way through the series. That'd be very nice. Thank you. Um, but um, no, like I thought to myself that I wanted to do a bit of reflection about it, but also I wanted to draw attention to the fact that schools weren't doing enough to like to draw attention to mental health and kind of like the negative aspects of university as well. They always focused on the positive outlook rather than the negative. And, you know, we talk about this a lot more in episode one. Um, but that was like the initial idea that I had. And I thought to myself, do I want to do this as a video or a podcast? And obviously you talk about the creative opportunities. You know how the whole time we've been trying to get innovative yeah innovative that kind of thing you know i've been trying to struggle with that word for ages and ages and yeah yeah i'm, I'm, I'm just leaving that behind now i'm not we'll get one we'll get it one day. I'm, I'm not gonna bother i'm not gonna bother trying at all i've, I've done it too many times but I, tr I wanted to come up with a more creative way of doing it rather than doing it just on youtube and doing like a facetime call or you know doing something that had been done before so yeah i thought a podcast might be quite cool and then i got in touch with you about it and then mm. realized we could put it on itunes ticking yeah. something off a really good bucket list there which is pretty cool and um no that's how <laughs> it came about really wow so there you go that's literally a prime example of cool. a small idea uh, going from a small idea uh to something big to something that happens weekly uh, and gets put on your YouTube, Spotify, uh, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, all of that. That just came from an idea of that you wanted to uh, make a video on uh, the fact that you felt that schools and colleges and didn't do enough uh, to, to kind of prepare students for university. And that's and this podcast has come exactly directly from that. Yeah. So. Case in point, the perfect thing about lockdown being sort of a branch for creativity, I guess. Mm. Um, really good point, that. I mean, to be fair, moving on to Liv's mm -hmm. creativity and stuff like that, as, as well as Dan, Liv also does music <laughs> covers as well, and a lot of them. I mean, she doesn't do it quite as much as Dan in terms of spamming Instagram and Snapchat minutely, hourly, yeah. weekly, uh, or monthly or yearly. Dan, Dan just does it 24 hours a day, seven days yeah, a week. Yeah, you wake up with like eight hours worth of Dan just singing. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. So, so, so you know what? Liv does well. Liv times her moments. Liv times her <laughs> moments saying, okay, really nice time. I've not spoken to them for a while. Let's do it. Dan is just like, right, screw them. Let's do it again. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. But anyway. Um, just getting roasted. <laughs> I mean, this is what it's become now, Dan, since you tried to call me Donald Trump. <laughs> since you called oh. me... Oh, yeah. On Twitter as well, Dan always comes up with these very interesting names that kind of involve his name in some way. So, Dan, I've now thought of a new one. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, yes. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll keep that one in the notebook, Jono. Thank you for that. That's, yeah. that's great. I want to parody the man i don't even i don't even want to give anything towards that man but uh it doesn't matter anyway ca carry on guys anyway carry on. <laughs> but um no Liv does a lot of i say a lot she does a good few music covers um and she does she does them very very well she's an amazing singer and i will put the link at the bottom of the description on youtube and on itunes as well uh she released a 
music cover on of X's and O's. A, yes. I, I'm, I'm going to say a few weeks ago. I think it was a month ago. Yeah, it was right? about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. It was about a month ago. So just talk to us about that. Like, how did that come around? So basically, it was quite a weird uh, opportunity sort of thing. Um, my friend sent me a link across and it was for a competition and it was just like oh can you sing this that and the other and I was like well yeah so I just did a video and I followed the guidelines and it was just send it to us we'll see um all the entries and the best ones we'll put on to YouTube and then we'll try and narrow it down to get this overall winner and so I was like all right we'll just go with it uh, then I got put on the top 50, so I was probably buzzed about that. And, um, like self-promoting, all this, that and the other. Wow. I got through to the top 20. Ooh. So I did another audition, which was over Zoom. So that does show the perks of Zoom, because I did not want to trick all the way to London. <laughs> I mean, London's a nice place to be. Well, not, not during pandemic, but... No, not <laughs> Not for a pandemic, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I made it into the top 20 and I was dead chuffed with myself. Um, so yeah. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're proud of yourself. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, cool. I am. Um, be proud. I mean, it was, it's just putting, it's just, just me singing and people liked it. So I was like, oh, grand. That's up on YouTube now for good, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Are You Listening, uh, their record label. Wow. Cool. That's amazing. Don't worry, we'll plug it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'll plug it. I'll right, make a note of that. Because the last time I said plug something, I didn't do it. <laughs> I, forgot to, I forgot to do it in the description. Um, so... All these music covers, how did that come around for you? Like, where did you, has it just been a, like, a childhood love for singing since, like, you maybe put the TV remote to your mouth and start singing your favourite theme tune or something I mean, like I wish it was me that said that I was going to start singing, but it was actually my mum. She, she's pushed me into a lot of, she pushed me into drama, she's pushed me into a lot of stuff that I didn't really want to do, and now look at me doing a podcast about theatre, so <laughs> hats off to my mum. <laughs> Where's your mum? Can we get her on? <laughs> um, she's actually doing open university with my sister at the moment, like oh. virtual things. So once again, pushing one of our family into something else. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, oh. a unit. She's an absolute unit. All my dad did was just like, eh, break your leg. <laughs> I, was like, I was like cheers dad cheers no, very much. she's she's always been like you know when directors give you notes at the end mm. it's like i'd get the director's notes and i'd sit in the car and mum would be like well um i thought <laughs> this 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 uh, <laughs> oh wow so it would literally just be you'd get in the car and you'd have to prepare for not a massive roasting but a part roasting to begin yeah. Oh. There was many times where I thought I'd done my best performance in the world and she was like, Olivia, I've seen you do better. And I've been like... Oh. 
Well, I mean, it makes you who you are, doesn't it? it mm. You can only get better from that. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. So, from your perspective then, what do you think the future is for theatre and what do you think your future holds? What would you like to go into? I think the future for theatre, um, I'd say it's quite, it's hopeful because there's, a, there's been a lot of worrying about how theatres are shutting down and everything like that and how, even though that is horrendous, you do have to think like in the full grand scheme of human beings, we've always done storytelling, art, theatre, there's back to cave drawings. So it'll always find a way back. Mm. I feel like, because you, you can't, you can't do, you can't survive without the arts. It's mm. just no. impossible. And funnily enough, mentioning that, Rishi Sunak last night, finally, finally, after loads and loads and loads of baying, he's promised a £1.5 billion Save the Arts Fund, which yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know where they're getting all of this bloody money from. I don't know where they're getting it all from. They're just borrowing it from people or something like that. They're gonna have to pay this back eventually. But, I'm gonna but, say it's gonna bite us, isn't it? But I'm I'm not gonna get political here because Dan knows <laughs> when I get political, I go way too far. Yeah, <laughs> way way too far. It's he goes. Paris is just so beautifully passionate about it. I think we, me, you, and Liv would be discussing it for hours, um, which isn't a problem, I guess. If you want to see a podcast of me, Liv, and Jono talking about political issues, then uh, press like, press like, click, click press like, like, and we'll get Liv back. We will get Liv yeah. back. Oh gosh! <laughs> I mean, Liv, are you are you political? Um, I'm, that's the only question I'm going to say. Are you political? <laughs> I think, I think, I am and I'm not, I'm, I'm too, at this moment in time, I'm too scared to say stuff because everyone on the internet has such strong opinions yeah. and I feel like it can go either way. You can trip up and say something accidentally and it's there forever on the internet. Mm. So I just tend to just nod my head and keep quiet and keep my own opinions. <laughs> Keep your opinions to yourself. You know, the funny yeah. thing is, uh, Dan's heard me and seen me rant so many times. Haven't you, Dan? Well, your Facebook's quite a good one for seeing that. Yeah, I mean, I've still got... There's still a picture and there's evidence circulating for all of you listeners on my in- and people who are on my Instagram. I uh, For Christmas uh, last year, when I, which I thought was going to be the best Christmas ever... Um, to our Christmas party the day before the election actually in third year lives something to look forward to all the staff and the third year directorate they hold a Christmas party at the pint pot which is always a nice do and it's very very nice it's one of the nicest events of the year I went with a Jeremy Corbyn jumper that said Merry um, oh what was it I think I showed it to you Dan at some point it was like Ah, oh. uh, probably. You might have to Google it. You might have to Google it. I'm, I'm going to have to go back on my Instagram. Very. Oh, wait, there it is. Uh, for the merry, not the few. There we go. Yeah, I'll like that. Yeah, go on. I went with a nice jumper, if you guys can see there. For the merry, not the few. And all the teachers absolutely adored it. 
absolutely <laughs> adored it. But then the next evening happened and Boris Johnson got in, so I was uh, I was depressed for a few months. Well, I'm still depressed actually, but. I mean, yeah, it, I think the entire country is depressed. Um, he's done a decent job through all this, but I think no, no, uh, no, no, he hasn't. <laughs> how so, Jono? How so? How do you? Why do you? I've done a good job. I'm not going to say you're going to give me a migraine. Ah, no. But, all right. Uh, we won't get onto this for fear of Jono's head exploding. Yeah, um, I'm just going to um, stay quiet. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. You've it's got fine. Me. I'm not political in the slightest. Dan, um, Daniel, right. you've got me triggered. Yeah, it's, it's okay, John. Okay, John. Take a few, pl- few deep breaths. Right, I'm going to have okay. a Pringle. I'm going to have a few Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone to pot. It's all gone to pot. John's on the Pringles now. <laughs> so, no, it's, it is odd. It, isn't it weird? It is. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. It doesn't matter about being political. I don't think. Anyway, what were what were we talking about before we went on to political stuff? Uh, we were talking about the future of drama. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, our, our <laughs> wonderful guest keeping us on track. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it's going to be. Um, I'm kind of excited. I think me and John will talk about it every week. I think I'm kind of excited uh, for, for the future of, of TV and theatre and mm. going to uh, agencies and things like that. Uh, it's going to be um, a challenge, but I think I think us actors relish a challenge, don't we? Like, if you're a creative, uh, you relish a challenge. And stuff like this, like doing podcasts and things, is going to massively help when it comes to... Uh, agency representation and uh, like directors seeing your work and things it's gonna really help so if you're bored during lockdown you don't have anything to do just start something um because it, it, it's worth it it will be worth it in the long run anyway and I, it, I, sorry something to do sorry Liv go on no I was just gonna say have you guys like thought of doing anything like theatrical in the future or are you just um, going with the podcast for now or well I think we, we mentioned this in episode two we're both going off at the moment on kind of like different lines to what we wanted to I mean yeah. uh, I myself I'm looking to go into like the backstage kind of thing rather than acting itself because mm-hmm. I've realised that it's quite a hard industry to get into. And after doing my dissertation, I felt that my strengths were more in research, academic mm-hmm. kind of thing, rather than... I'm not, I mean, I, I love acting still, and I'll probably still go to like uh, amateur dramatics society like, uh, like I did in um, third year, but I'm just shying away from that as a career at the moment. Um, do you want to say what you're doing, Dan? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm attempting to study a Masters of Music at either uh, Manchester or RNCM or so just anywhere that takes proper uh, music master's courses. So, like, I can go into... It's just another string to your bow, if you're part of the fun. Um, sort of to help with gig theatre and things like that. That's the idea. And hopefully with this injection of this £1.5 from the government... It'll be um, 
it'll give people more of a platform to be able to, um, I, I don't know, to pursue little things like that and to be able to combine stuff that they're doing both undergrad and postgrad. Um, it might, you know, it, it gives me a bit of faith. Uh, Liv, what is it you want to like? I'm trying to think. After the, you got to think a year and a half in advance here. But what is it you'd love to do at the moment? What's your vision at the moment for wanting to leave uni? Um, I mean, I I would quite like to do something musical theatre side, but I'm not a dancer, so. But I mean, I, that don't matter. But yes, yeah, you can learn. Theater. You can learn. You can learn. Yeah, yeah. Get your mum I mean, to teach you. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I've, I've been a part of um, the British Youth Music Theatre for like oh, wow. two years. So I've been getting like you know a little bit of training here and there in it all. Mm-hmm. So that's been. That's like kind of the big dream. If not, I quite like stuff like playwriting and mm. things like that. Like I'm trying to do one at the moment because I read a book called The Last Day of a Condemned Man by Victor Hugo. That... Oh, I think my mum's read that. I think yeah. my mum's read that. that compliment? Is that a compliment? I think that's a compliment. If Jono's mum's I'm taking it, it as a compliment. It's a, yeah, Jono's mum's read it, which means it's definitely yeah, a compliment. It's, it's by it's the same guy that wrote Les Mis. Yes. Yeah, my mum's definitely read that. Yeah. So I'm trying to turn that from a book into a play script. And I mean, mm-hmm. well, it's hard, but it's like rewarding. So Yeah. yeah. It keeps you yeah, going, so doesn't it? Yeah. It keeps you going because obviously we all still need something to do for well, for me and Dan, however long it takes us to either Dan to get into a master's for music mm. or for me to find a job. For you, you've got something to look forward to. You've got, you've got university still. You've still got two years of university. Safety. safety. Uh, well, safety. You've got a little bit of safety, but who knows? It's gonna be on, it might be on Zoom. It might be on this. You've, but you've still got to do something. You've got to go back and think to yourself, right, I actually did something over summer. And this is what employers now are really going to look at. You know, it's something to add to your CV. And yeah. employers will love it. I think, I think we've said this before, Dan, but um, employers will love it if they look at your CV and they saw during this lockdown, you actually did something that was original and useful, something that was creative. Yeah. And yeah. rather than sitting down and playing on the PS4 or playing on Netflix or Xbox one or doing this or doing that, you know, paying for endless subscriptions to finish off your series is while other people are actually doing something that makes, well, I say makes, makes a difference and matters and is creative. Absolutely. I'd say that's, I would say that's more exclusive to um, creative courses Mm. and things. Because obviously we're, we're at the behest of the people who've been in the industry before us. And who are uh, who undoubtedly have a lot more experience than we do, being third year, or well, third year uni students slash graduates. And um, so we are, you know, they, they they will want us to do this, that, the other. But I think for other people, if we're talking, if anyone listens to the podcast who isn't really theatre based, um, I think a lot of employers uh, at the moment will give you the benefit of the doubt with everything that's going on. Say if you just wanted to work during lockdown. 
um, if you had a job, say, uh, as a key worker or something. Uh, that's also viable too, um, I'd say, just to point out. But uh, I, th- I think just, just do things that make you happy. I think, uh, and if you do something that makes you happy and you can stick on your CV and you can be proud of, uh, like Liv did with her, um, with your performances of uh, your cover of X's and O's and things like that. It's it just, it absolutely, it will just fulfil your ambition and it will make you proud of yourself. I think so. Yeah. It's just not falling into that hole, isn't it? Like nah. a lot of people have fallen into. Oh, we're in lockdown. Let's just sit down. Like. Mm. Go, I mean, I'm saying this like for someone that lives in the Yorkshire like go for a walk and stuff like that. Just get yourself up and moving. But I, yeah. obviously, for people that live in cities, that's a lot that, harder. I mean, my yeah. walk just consists of along a ring road, so that's <laughs> it's 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 massively different from living in Yorkshire Dales. I'm very jealous, not least because your community sings, like. <laughs> I, I, I've got an old people's home, like literally right across my window that I can see, and everyone is asleep right now. Do you, do you know, oh. See, I go, I go into old folks' homes and I perform for them. So oh. that would be a prime customer for me. I'd be like, "Hello." Genuinely, oh. it's right there. It's right there. Like it's right across the window. Has been ever since I was born. So if you ever fancy swap swapping, I am, <laughs> I am more than willing to do that. I mean, I'm quite happy with my sheep. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, sheep, sheep. To be yeah, yeah. To, oh. be, fa- to be fair, with Derbyshire Dales near us, I wouldn't go anywhere near sheep at the moment. But that's football related, so I'm not going to nah. get into that. Um, <laughs> God. Anyway, we are digressing, Dan, which means that it's probably time to end the podcast. Yeah. But guys, thank you very, very much for listening. Thank you so much, Liv, for coming on the podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's so nice. So nice. You, you can go for walks now. You can go, go tend to your sheep. Go tend to your sheep yeah. if they need be. Or horses. Do you have any horses? Um, I don't, but I'm going to see a foal today. So, <laughs> how much more countryside can you get? Oh my God, that's wonderful. Oh, wow. <laughs> Liv, can we have you back every single week? <laughs> I mean, uh, if you want to. <laughs> Well, me and Dan will we'll take a conference call a little bit later and we'll debate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, guys, thanks, Dan. Thank you very much for coming back and waking up. Thank at you. A... Pleasure. It's always a pleasure. And it's always good to be here. Yeah, learn to wake up at an earlier time. You oh, yeah, to, thanks, Trump. You need to get into it, Dan. Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see just how just as we ended the last podcast you calling me Donald Trump I'm going to end this one use you, you Donald Trump Donald Trump, Donald Trump yeah, that's yeah. it alright I, I deserve that <laughs> you do until next time guys thank you very much and see you soon